0: Mr. Socialist Club, episode forty-two. Uh, that seems like... Uh, oh no, we're just we're just one off from the uh, from the old Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. Um, what?
1: If you're into no, that kind
0: of shit. No, what, what number is that? What number do
2: you
3: think
0: the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference number is? Oh fuck! I thought it was forty-three. Wait, that's but forty-two, isn't it?
2: It's forty-two. Well. Fucking goddamn nerd.
0: One number off. Being one number off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. One I'll number tell you what's away. crazy about
3: this episode number. If you add yeah. one to it and then you subtract one, mm-hmm. <laughs> you end up with the number 42. Yeah, which is? Uh,
0: one tenth of the best number of all time, baby. Hmm. And there we go. Uh, so here we are, folks. We're back again, back in the saddle. We've got the whole crew here. I am Andrew. And of course, you'll be familiar with uh, a lad with the sweetest... Sweetest voice of all, it's Ben. <laughs> oh man, that could have gone either way. And I oh, tell you what, not, that's
2: not where I thought you were going with that. No, one. I
0: was like,
3: oh, okay. So he said, it's a voice you know, it's probably mine. Oh, it's the sweetest voice. Well, that's got to be Theo. But uh, no. thank you.
4: No, so, so kind of you. Well, you've
3: got it's
0: uh, all round, isn't it? A soft I,
3: I, and gentle. Uh, 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 what would you call that? Maybe a, a sotto tenor, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. It's delightful to listen to. like a a normal voice man talking to you from slightly far away
0: (laughs) see i I feel like um you just took the credit uh that i should get for giving you that compliment and just transferred it to yourself um getting the credit from theo oh i mean thank you
3: for saying something nice to me but uh it was misdirected and you should have given your compliment to theo and i'm happy to pass it on
0: so, uh, so that's Ungrateful Ben, folks. <laughs> and uh, we're also joined by uh, someone with, who has a voice. He has a voice. Um, it, it can be characterized in many me. ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, <laughs> the Oxford Dictionary defines a voice. Here we have a man with, a, with a, gruff, a gruff, gravelly voice that we all know and respect. Makes people uh, fearful. Makes them quake in their boots when they hear him coming. Uh, shouting from around the corner about all of his manly interests, it is of course Theo. Uh, uh, hey, guys! <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy, uh, and bringing up the rear, bringing up the butt of the show, oh. bringing up, bringing up the pantomime <laughs> horses' ass. Oh. <laughs> this is our beloved Lucy. Hi, it's Lucy. It's me. Hello. Hello. How was your um how was your hour being extremely wedged into the sardine can of a tram today?
2: Yeah, it sucked us. Took me two hours to get home from work, so um, I'm feeling grumpy. I'm uh-huh. ready to get very mad at nothing.
0: Cool. Yeah That's what we here for. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, uh, last week, as some of you may remember, we we put to bed we put to bed the controversy from the week before, which was of course ball watch. Uh, and then we launched into a whole new controversy, which we as yet do not have a resolution to, and that was Boat Watch. Uh, so, you know, we don't have any updates on, on that for you. We we don't know if the charges have been laid against the mayor of Logan. I mean, being
3: very frank, I don't think any of us checked.
0: That's, that's fair. That's a safe assessment. Um, it's a reasonable conclusion to come to. Uh, so, in lieu of any of us having bothered to check that, which, which to give credit to you, Ben, you very accurately predicted. Uh, I said, we'll check back in on this, and you said, no, we won't. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> saying that, but I'm glad that I did. Uh, you did. Nostradamus of our time. <laughs> uh, there is Ben. More like Nostradamus, because I love cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, so instead, we're going to have to move on to something else altogether. Folks, we're bringing you a brand new segment, which I'm sure will repeat many times over like you do with a segment. And that is, of course, Hogwatch. Wow. <laughs> oh,
3: wow. man. I was going to do a bit there where I was like, Oh man, I'm so excited. Uh, Andrew was saying he did this really amazing theme song. I'm really excited to hear what it is. Assuming that you had not got a theme or a sting ready for that. There you go. And there there it was. Incredible. I can't believe I underestimated you.
0: Well, in fairness, it's the same stinger that I've used three weeks in a row.
4: No, no, you fucked up last week and you used a different one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but then I I put it back in. Then I put it back in when I closed the segment, though. Jesus. Um, You guys don't listen to the final product and that's cool. It's cool that you, don't, uh, that you don't care enough. I send it over to you guys and I'm like, J- you guys want to check this out for me? And you all go, uh-huh, and then nobody listens to it. That's fine. I listen yeah. to it. That's cool. I don't put that, that on sometimes. me. But
3: as I've demonstrated, I can't remember what I said last week, let alone what happened on
0: the show. Doesn't matter yeah, if I've true. listened to it or not. That's fair. Uh, so this week on Hogwatch, we're watching a hog. Uh, specifically, David Hogg.
2: <laughs> we're watching David's hog.
0: Don't, you cannot not, say that. Not, they're, they're, not, retract. Uh,
2: just let me get one in.
3: <laughs> one comment about uh, a teenager's penis that I am done.
0: I'm done now. Yes. I'm done. Yes. Uh, David Hogg is, of course, a 17-year-old. That's yes. certainly true, yes. Yeah, Great. Uh, 17 year old whose hog Lucy wants to wash if we're getting specific (laughs) oh no I regret that now yeah now you do Uh, 17 year old survivor of the Parkland shootings in the states which have led uh, to the great big uh, hashtag never again uh, gun control movement which which if you ask me it's pretty reasonable Mm. pretty reasonable to just ask to not be shot so much with an assault rifle You know, Uh, I can hear somebody's ears poking up out there and saying, uh, "It's not, it's not an assault rifle." To which I would say, "Then what does the AR stand for?" You know.
3: Well, Mm. as I've said many times, uh, the A stands for assault rifle, and
0: the R stands for AR (laughs) fifteen. Oh dear. Um, So, proving, I think, continuing to prove that basically the the right wing um, in the States has 110% completely lost the plot. Um, there is no ideology anymore. There is no guiding principle. Um, everything is culture wars. Uh, everything is, is tribalism. Everything is taking a side. And what better proof could we find for that than um, thousands and thousands and thousands of people both imagining a reason to, and taking it upon themselves to, uh, very heatedly attack the 17-year-old survivor of a school shooting, who has said, perhaps you could not shoot us so much with your um, AR-15 assault rifle, assault rifle 15 rifles. So there's there's been some controversy. There's been things going on. Um the big one, the big news, has of course been uh, David Hogg's interactions with Laura Ingraham. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm pronouncing it now.
1: Sure. Yep.
0: That that appears correct. Ben, would you like to fill us in on what's been going on here?
3: I certainly would. Someone ran a story about how uh, David Hogg got rejected by a number of colleges through his college applications, which is relatively normal. Uh, and then there was a video of him on TMZ, like a throwaway sentence of him being like, you know, I'm trying to do all this stuff and also I got rejected by some colleges. This sucks. Uh, then Laura Ingram, uh, full grown human adult, uh, mm-hmm. hopped on the, on the toots and uh, linked to an article about it saying, David Hogg rejected by four colleges to which he applied and whines about it. Brackets. Yeah. Dinged by UCLA with a 4.1 GPA. Totally predictable, given acceptance rates, close bracket. Uh, immediately afterwards, David Hogg uh, listed 12 advertisers of Laura that advertised during Laura Ingram's Fox News program uh, and said, pick a number between 1 and 12, whichever one, uh, tweet at them and tell them to boycott her show. Uh, very, very swiftly, 15 advertisers dropped from the show, uh, following which... Uh, Lauren Grimm jumped back on the toots. Uh, With this wonderful retraction, any student should be proud of a 4.2 GPA, including David Hogg. On reflection, in the spirit of the Holy Week, I apologise for any upset or hurt (laughs) my tweet caused him or any of the brave victims of Parkland.
0: Mm, I like the idea that if it wasn't Easter, that this apology, -apology, pseudo-apology, would not have been forthcoming.
3: Well, Easter is the time that you apologise to people? Yeah, um, I,
0: I'd, I'd also like to immediately call it classic, classic non-apology, uh, classic not actual taking ownership of the thing, because after all, um, she apologises for any upset or hurt that the tweet caused mm. to anybody else. Um, She's
2: pulling the old "I'm sorry, you were upset."
0: Yes, that's so a good one. You were offended. Mm. Real, real classic, real class act. But uh, it,
3: that sort of vaguely reminds me. Oh, I have no idea why I'm bringing this this up now that I'm thinking about it. Um, you know the bit in uh, Love Actually where the dude's no, doing the thing with no. the shut the fuck up, Lucy. You've seen it. God damn. Yeah, I've you know seen it th- film. where he's doing the thing with the flippy cards at the end, and he says that thing about uh, Christmas being the time that you tell the truth. Yes, it's not a thing. Yeah, the Holy no, Week is long. the time yeah, but,
2: that you apologise.
3: Yeah, I think people are just I've, Easter is the time they eat eggs Christmas is the time they eat ham that's the beginning and the end of the religious holidays
0: <laughs> mm. yep and then he drops that last card that says um, I'm sorry for the hurt I, I caused you or any of the brave victims of the parkland <laughs> shooting mm-hmm. sorry to
3: the hurt that I caused my best friend for sneaking around behind his
0: back with you
3: uh, that's back to, so, to I still to haven't seen movie. the movie I don't, yeah. I no, don't. spoiler
0: alert spoiler alert for that movie jeez um, now, this, of course, brings us back into a classic bit of territory, which is uh, when people do organize things like advertiser boycotts and that sort of stuff, when they reach out to the people whose money actually supports a show or a whatever, and say, hey, have you seen what this person's up to? Is is Does that kind of align with your brand or whatever? And they go, nope, uh, not enough for us to stick in here. Like... <laughs> we'd we'd much rather not hear about it from you so what if we just don't advertise with laura ingram anymore uh which of course sends uh, a lot of right-wingers into an apoplectic rage uh, about censorship free speech the first amendment all that kind of jazz um so, you know, we, we get into the classic struggle between the right and left about um, free speech versus uh, free speech, not meaning that you can say and do absolutely anything you want and no one in society has a right to criticize you or take any kind of action about it. No kind of consequences whatsoever.
2: And they love capitalism. And that's the purest example of the free market that I can market, think of. the
3: free market, baby. Oh, yeah. I, I saw something today, I'm loath to mention her on the show, uh, but I just saw a screenshot of a dear friend of the show, uh, Daisy Cousins, trying to argue that boycotts weren't the free market. Uh, oh
2: God, it was bad. I watched it. It's very bad that she's very stupid in her brain.
3: Which I just, I don't understand. Like the market, like a boycott is individuals in the market making a decision not to engage with a product or service. So, if you don't like boycotts, it it should only corporations be able to... I don't... I I just... I don't Mm. understand the logic there, but I think it all makes sense when you realise that instead of having a brain, there is a very small skeleton
0: of a lizard sitting in there, doing (laughs) nothing. Rattling around. Yeah, I think, um... It's very very silly logic as well to say boo, it's not the free market because like i i imagine that the angle some of these people take is oh well that's not the free market that's loudmouth activists hassling a company and strong arming them into doing a thing and all that sort of stuff and i would say to any of those people uh g- grow the fuck up because any decision like that that a company or a corporation takes is one hundred percent based on their calculations of which action do we stand to make or lose the most money through? Yep. If sure. if they if they like if they looked around and said, Oh look, it's fucking twenty people writing us a letter. We don't really give a shit about this stuff. Like our own customer base would actually prefer it if we told these people to fuck off, all that kind of stuff, they would do it. They would absolutely do it. They're going to do whatever thing they think is going to just sustain their sales. Whatever it is. They're not doing it like... And this absolutely goes in the other direction too. You know, you have like all the writers at The Australian in this constant froth about like Alan Joyce from Qantas uh, being gay and having the temerity to say that they should treat their gay customers mm-hmm. the same as their straight ones and all that sort of stuff. But again... I would say to you, uh, if Qantas thought that they would make a shitload more money being, like, lightly discriminatory towards gay people, that's what they'd be doing. Uh, I think they have just made the calculation that in the society they live in, in the society that their business operates, the vast majority of people would like to see uh, people other than straight people treated the same and so they go oh well well that's, that's the values of the society that we're living in at large so we'll, we'll get in line with that and more people will go with us as a company I don't know I don't I don't I don't understand people who kind of buy into this idea that like companies are doing any of this shit because they want to be your friend or make the world a better place or any of that sort of stuff at the end of the day whatever's making the most money that's what we're going with and it works in both directions like i was saying last week on the on the bonus episode about like black panther and and representative you know uh representation in movies and all that sort of shit it's nice and people like it and it's and it's good for people to see role models up on the screen and all that sort of stuff and also they've made a fucking phenomenal amount of money out of doing it which is kind of the main driver for a business like disney so so this idea that people like Daisy Cousins have, that it's not the free market at work, that it's not a company responding to just looking at the market and saying, which way does this shake out best for us, is fucking silly. So Daisy, just just glue that little lizard skeleton into place. Mm-hmm. But, and that's what will make it work as a braid. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, at least it won't be as loud It won't be rattling, that's certainly true That goes a long way Think about how distracting it would be Like every time she's um, jogging to, to catch her train or bus Or whatever it is that takes her To the Sky News studios Where she takes her Anne Rice cosplay <laughs> selfies Before she goes on the fucking Andrew Bolt show uh, And just to hear the, no- the noise Of all those little lizard bones Rattling around in there while you're trying to trying to jog and catch a bus? Nightmarish.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. This is a I think this is an official declaration of the show. Uh Daisy Cousins, as common courtesy to the people around you trying to go about their commute, please mm. glue down the lizard skeleton inside
0: your skull. <laughs> that noise is very irritating. <laughs> uh so it looks like potentially I don't know, this could go one of two ways Uh, for Laura Ingram. It could go the way of Bill O'Reilly, who in the wake of all of his um, sexual harassment scandals uh, had a whole bunch of advertisers pull out from his show, and he said, I'm going on break for Easter, and that break is still going. Uh, Or, it could go the way of Sean Hannity, I think it was, last year. There was also a big advertiser boycott against him, and he took a break, and then he came back a bit later, and he's still hanging out stinking up the joint so as to whether or not um, Laura Ingram returns that will be interesting to see her very unscheduled holiday uh, but until then on Hogwatch uh, David Hogg has a whole bunch of other people to contend with uh, starting with friend of the show Alex Jones I would like to say that um, on a regular basis uh, our show gets higher than Alex Jones's show on the Australian <laughs> iTunes store so take that, uh, the the anti, anti-Illuminati <laughs> resistance. Don't make
2: him angry. He's scary. He scares me.
0: Don't make him take off his shirt. Start <laughs> He'll take out. it off. Don't make him play all of his vintage synthesizers at you.
3: <laughs> Wait, is that, is that a thing?
0: That is absolutely a thing. You should fucking see how many synthesizers Alex Jones has. It is out of control.
3: Well, this is sort of humanizing him a bit for me now, actually. <laughs>
0: wild well i mean like you know if you had that much money of course you'd have a big room full of synthesizers you're not wrong Hmm. Uh, Uh, so what has alex jones been up to ben
3: let me tell you uh so obviously as is his want uh alex jones immediately leapt onto the crisis actor bandwagon or started the bandwagon Um, i'm not a hundred percent sure uh but So he he went on a very big sort of tirade about how he wasn't really there, he's been in a bunch of other videos for other shootings, he's actually 23, he's in college, blah, 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 all this nonsense. Um, And then he kind of dropped off that for a bit for a reason, which I will get into uh, in a sec. Uh, But something I found extraordinarily funny was him wheeling out his 15-year-old son to debate uh, David Hogg, or to challenge uh, Hogg to a debate. So there's a video on on uh, youtube i believe you can look up that's just uh alex jones's 15 year old son wearing a suit sitting in his dad's chair in his dad's <laughs> studio uh angrily yelling at the screen in a very jones like fashion uh as described by the daily mail the 15 year old son of alex jones the founder of the far right site infowars.com has challenged parkland survivor david hogg to a debate the site posted a video featuring Rex Jones, who was seen in his father's seat during a monologue blasting hog for his part, <laughs> blasting hog, uh, for his part in the public campaign, pushing for stricter gun laws in the United States. Uh, I just think it's very, very important to note that this child, Rex Jones, is one of the children about whom Alex Jones uh, forgot several important details. Uh, because, oh, so, there's a court deposition that says that uh, Alex Jones forgot several important details about his children because he had been eating a big bowl of chili for lunch <laughs> prior. Uh, very normal man. Uh, he's currently being sued by a a man, well, a, a boy, I guess, that was misidentified by Jones and Infowars as uh, Nicholas Cruz, the shooter in the, the Parkland shooting. Uh, and they ran all their angles about the story by saying that the parkland shooter was a communist because there's a photo of this guy who was not the shooter wearing that fucking like ten dollar tease joke tease t-shirt that's like a bunch of famous communist figures having a party
0: communist party it's a communist party
3: shirt like every fucking dickhead in 2007 (sighs) owned that shirt and the joke stopped being funny more or less immediately but yeah they they ran with that uh so enjoy your lawsuit my good bitch
0: yeah, um well it'll be interesting to see how it goes because part of that uh if we all recall part of that um deposition about uh, well and it's worth noting especially that this means that canonically Alex Jones is a family court dad.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Uh
0: but also part of that whole deposition involved them saying well Look at what he does for a living. Watch any of these eight hour long insanity laced uh, conspiracy fueled rants um, in and then his response to that in the court case was to say ah that's a that's a bit I'm doing that's a character Alex Jones the character um, that's that's not really me, which I found really interesting at the time because I was like I wonder how I wonder how many of his fans would have seen that and gone what? Or how many of them would have seen and gone, ah, yes, he's tricking the deep state. Um, <laughs> but like, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see whether or not um, he comes around in that court case and says, ah, oh, I was just a bit I was doing on my fiction show uh, in his defense of that one. How far can that defense really go? Probably not that far. Anyway, it continues on in Hogwatch.
3: Uh, Yep, we have uh, a gentleman by the name of Charles C. Cook writing in the National Review in an article, February 27th, uh, titled David Hogg is Fair Game for Critics, which is all like 20 paragraphs of rationalising of why it's perfectly fine to attack this teen. Uh, But there was just one paragraph in here that I found particularly engaging. Yesterday, I criticised Hogg for his routine incoherence and immediately encountered a host of apologists who submitted that to engage with his remonstrations was mean or inappropriate or an example of punching down. Like, Hmm. so, I mean, so his whole argument was that, you you should be able to engage with his arguments because he's potentially affecting public policy or whatever. This is fine. But then he gets to this point where he's like, oh, just because I made fun of how this 17-year-old's public speaking skills aren't that good, suddenly I'm a dick. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and there's a um, there's there's that fine line isn't there between what a lot of these people say about like oh we should all be able to engage in the marketplace of ideas and all that sort of stuff and maybe that would be fine if you actually followed your own rules and stuck to the ideas that this person was talking about and not as we have seen from, from various people like like thousands of people adding this 17 year old survivor of a school shooting about like do you even have pubes yet
4: well, oh boy we weird are going to
0: get to pube chat <laughs> yeah yeah it's like is is that is that you know the marketplace of ideas or is that just being a fucking psycho on the internet
3: it's definitely it's being, being weird. extremely weird Uh, So this other one was one from some fucking Marga YouTube chud dude that only cropped up uh, because Ashley Feinberg posted a screenshot of it uh, because Don Trump Jr. had liked it on Instagram. Uh, It's just a tweet saying, to everyone saying I shouldn't attack David Hogg because he's just a child, I'm trans age. I identify as a 17-year-old. That's a thing. I'm 17 now and you have to honour that. So you stop attacking me. I'm just a teenager. Oh, wait. Hashtag your rules. God, I hate it when I'm hoisted by my own petard. And yet here we are mm. all... Uh, 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 I've already forgotten. I feel like we went through this on a previous episode. What being hoisted on a petard means. Oh, it's
0: like a... It's a little bomb. It's a bomb. It's a bomb. It, what's the hoisting element again? Well, it's a bomb on a on a stick... And you're up on um, the stick. No, it, it just means it just means being blown up by your own bomb, mm. pretty much.
3: Hoisted uh, to it me is definitely. It is being not in fact, it,
0: yeah, it's not in fact like being um wedgied on a flagpole, which I feel is what we kind of all picture. Yeah, certainly. Um and and of course, uh we also have previously spoken about a variation of this, which is the whole um what was it that you that you quoted the sort of common chud thing, Theo, of like, oh, I identify as an attack uh, helicopter yeah, as
4: an yeah. Apache attack helicopter mm. uh, like it's like it's the it's the funniest thing in the world. like all of these people five years ago um read that article about some social news site might have been Facebook at the time, uh, having a dropdown box and you can choose thirty four different genders, right like, um, it literally doesn't matter And they've taken that as like the founding Like um, their fundamental understanding of gender from then on
0: Canonical um, gender as established ca- canonical, by Facebook th-
4: That's right there, there is exactly 34 uh, genders um, You know and um, And one person made one joke about it four years ago, uh, which they are still laughing about. And it's just the weirdest, most incoherent shit. That's because they're so good at comedy. Uh, incredible at comedy.
3: It, in like a, a pretty similar vein to that, um, there was this... I, I didn't get any of them, but there's a bunch of people following the the shooting that was at the YouTube headquarters uh, talking about how because this this woman was a member of the of PETA that because everyone was saying the NRA is a terrorist organization that must mean that PETA also is yeah. or like Aww. well why aren't you telling them they should take care of gun control now it's like well okay i th- i can tell you think that's a very good gotcha but PETA does but- not promote gun use and ownership so that doesn't really transfer that way
0: yeah, it's incredibly, incredibly dumb. Uh, so, yeah, so much of the time with those things, like say, so they think it's a very clever gotcha. They think it's like, "Aha, I have turned your own logic against you." And you're like, uh, "Well, you've you've fallen at the very first hurdle. Yeah, shattered your that. ankle well, but, and broken but your what own do you nose think and the yes. little,
4: like, button pops off uh, the back of their, <laughs> of their old-timey uh, pyjamas, uh, flap falls down, <laughs> tiny little fart comes out of their butt. Thing. Yep. Well, you didn't yep. think of that, did you? Uh,
0: so oh. no, I, I bet when, yeah, when they do that one, they can really picture uh, people's monocles dropping to the floor and shattering uh, their cummerbunds, you know, just r- rattling up like a venetian blind uh stovepipe top hat exploding upwards <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just it's just not at all how it works it's the kind of thing that like apart from anything else i think that it also shows you that again from from the side of politics that likes to posture as uh well we trade in Logic and reason, facts, and, not and facts and arguments, and and you know the battle the battlefield of ideas and all this sort of stuff. I think that that sort of stuff also makes it extremely clear that they they have not done the even the most cursory attempt at learning. Like, you know, you don't have to indoctrinate yourself into the same shit other be- people believe and all that sort of stuff. But, like, have a skim. You know, read the Wikipedia entry on what people think it is and how it works, that kind of shit. Um, and, and clearly, a lot of people... Like you're saying, Theo, if, if you're basing your entire understanding of something like that off of this one joke that you saw four years ago, and that's what you're sticking with, then do you really have that much of a basis for criticism? I don't know. Uh, We also have classic uh, big notorious child support non-payer Joe Walsh, don't we?
3: We sure do. Uh, So his approach to this, Uh, just relatively innocuous by the standards of what these people do, but just like, when you think about what he's doing, it's so fucking insane. So he did a tweet linking to an article about how um, gun sales went up in March, right? The tweet was, gun sales saw, emphasis here, in March, set new one-month record. This is great news. A big thank you for this to all of you who participated in March for Our Lives. A special shout out to at David Hogg 111. Full stop. Uh, That is, of course, the Twitter handle of David Hogg. So this man, grown man in his 50s with kids, he doesn't pay child support for, uh, took the time to single out a 17-year-old on Twitter who was at his school when a gunman entered, killed 17 people that he went to school with, injured 17 more. And is celebrating to this boy, taunting him in front of everyone, that more of these guns are in the world now.
0: Take that, child who uh, watched his friends die.
4: And I love how he's like, well, it's not just Joe Walsh. Like the it, every single time that anybody whispers the word words child support, you know, someone on the right has to make this tweet. So it does say child support. I meant gun control. Um, <laughs> but um, it does. It was that was totally unintentional. Um, but it does like. It doesn't show anything logical about their 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 viewpoint or the point that they're trying to make right it's just somebody talks about gun control and uh everybody uh is extremely gullible and thinks that guns are going away uh despite the fact that they haven't gone away uh any time in history um and then they go out and they buy more guns and it's a totally predictable Um, Effect. It happens every single time and they all want to point to it as if it means uh, something other than uh, these people are extremely stupid.
0: Well, you could also go one further than that and say that in the wake of a mass shooting, uh, the NRA immediately takes that opportunity to turn around and say, now the government is going to try and take away everyone's guns, even though we all know that if everyone had guns, we'd all be much safer and a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun, etc. And then a whole bunch of gun stores around the country put on sales uh, and immediately reduce the price of a whole bunch of shit that they're trying to offload, and people go out and buy it. Like it's it's not even it's not even dumb people get excited. It's that there's actual steps in between as well. Like, even when, um, when Trump was talking about bumping the, um, banning the bump stocks in the wake of Parkland, and, um, and a bunch of places immediately had, like, sales of bump stocks, and were, ha- like, call, people call them, like, freedom sales and shit like that. It's just, just atrocious. Why are they so stupid? Stuff.
2: Why is everybody very stupid except me? <laughs>
0: it's unfortunate
2: (laughs) it's very frustrating well it's like
0: it's like so much um hard right and libertarian stuff where like uh, there is there isn't an actual ideology everything is about masking the fact that you you don't want to have to make any concessions when it comes to your hobby
2: (laughs) yeah that's all it is
0: why would i why should i have to do that uh, yeah, it's a it's a very, very silly situation. I think that, um, and, and I should say as well, from my own perspective, I have not been, you know, w- watching every interview with David Hogg and every speech that he's given and carefully monitoring all his tweets and all that sort of stuff. Makes but as far cool. as I can tell, yeah, as far as I can tell from the teens that have been leading that movement, they all seem like they are dealing exceptionally well with what is both a horrible and extraordinary scenario. Mm. Uh, mm. So shout out, shout out to them. Official friends the of teens. the show.
2: The teens are our friends. Shout out even, to the
0: teens. Even though they're
3: slightly pro cop, but we can mm. we can ignore that part. That's fine.
2: Yeah, they'll grow up. Well,
3: they'll grow out of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I mean, like, that's the thing is, you know, there has been a lot of, uh, well, I don't know, not a lot, but there has been some, pretty worthwhile left-wing criticism of the way that whole what that movement is actually specifically fighting for and how they're going about it which i think is pretty reasonable and it is perfectly fine to think that without like trying to drag a 17 year old uh mass shooting survivor for his penis
2: yeah
0: yep yep uh at which point we're gonna segue to another topic here um which, which does relate, which is a... I'm, I'm doing massive air quotes right now. I'm waving my hands around, scaring the cat. Uh, stand-up comedian... hope you can hear the quotes. Uh, Owen Benjamin, who is um, yet another of our, of our large cast of far-right grifters in the States. Um, I believe he was at that stupid a Night for Freedom thing with like Mike Cernovich and um, Um, and uh, Gavin McInnes and all those other pieces of shit and so he's he is ostensibly a comedian and he also does uh, the best kind of comedy musical comedy uh, with a with a keyboard and like with a lot of these people I I find myself uh, really wondering how many of them actually believe the stuff they're saying and how many people go, oh, there's a massive market on the right wing for comedians uh, because there aren't any because right wing comedy isn't funny. Uh, and I can get myself a massive, massive following really quickly if I just say the stupid shit that they want to hear. Uh, Owen Benjamin has been uh, tweeting nonstop at... David Hogg, about his uh, dick and his pubes.
3: Oh, guys, I have uh, I have some tremendous news. <laughs> uh, Is it it's about, about your, pubes? Your, your pubes? It's about my pubes. I've got them! <laughs> Finally! Uh, so, uh, before we began this show, a little peek behind the curtain, uh, you know, I prepared some notes, and I had a link ready to go for all the tweets Owen Benjamin has done in the last 48 hours to David Hogg about his pubes. <laughs> uh, in the time between then and now, approximately an hour, hour and a
0: half, Owen Benjamin has been suspended from Twitter.
1: Hey. <gasps> because
3: of
2: pubes. Wow. For well, it's probably because of the
0: attacks. targeted harassment of a 17-year-old. Uh, this, yeah, it's probably due to the sustained targeted harassment of a 17-year-old about his genitals.
2: I'm very worried now that I've said something about Caleb Bond's pubes in the past.
0: Oh Well, God, you said that's... you wanted to watch this guy's hog at the start of the show, so...
1: Hmm...
2: I would just like to clarify that it's okay to bully Caleb Bond because his opinions are bad.
0: And he's an adult. That's yeah. absolutely fair. Mm.
2: Not about his pubes, though.
0: Yeah, whereas uh, David Hock is a minor in the States and this dude has been tweeting at him nonstop about his about his balls and his pubes, about smooth balls. And- That's very strange.
2: Yeah, it's I was- not a normal thing to do.
0: No, I was going to read all these out, uh, but
3: obviously I can't now. Uh, I mean, just to vaguely summarize, he just did a bunch in a row about you being like, hey, he hasn't even got pubes yet. And then like tweeting directly at him being like, hey, have your pubes come in yet? And then when people were like, oh man, I don't know if you should be doing that. He then did like 10 tweets also adding him being about, oh, it's suddenly weird to talk about a teen's pubes. or you think (laughs) it's sexual to talk about a teen's pubes? Uh, which kept getting more and more insane. Uh, and then, yeah, well, suddenly he's oh, gone. I found one. I
2: found an image of one. Hey, yeah. David Hogg, 111. Feel free to try and boycott me. I don't have sponsors, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, when did you grow pubes? Don't you think it's weird that you are telling grown men how to live when you barely have pubes? Okay. College is, college is gay, by the way. Enjoy gay college. Lol.
3: <laughs> So he didn't even wow, this, wait this dude is funny. for an answer <laughs> to ask what he ask? This asked. is all
2: one tweet. This is all one tweet.
3: Yeah, it's just weird to be like, when did you get pubes? And then to go on as if he knows the answer. Why'd you bother asking, bro? Why'd That's you weird.
2: ask? College is gay. Lol.
3: Now, uh, in my experience, college is pretty gay. Uh, all of my first gay, gay experiences place. were when I was at university. So yes, there you go. God bless.
0: So this, this to me is a, both a perfect example of, um, well, t- several things that we've talked about before on the show. Number one, conservative comedians not actually being funny. Mm. Uh, number two, saying a bunch of things that you have, have deliberately intended to be uh, provocative and offensive to specific people. And then when those people react exactly as you hoped they would, To say, ah, look at all these people trying to silence me and everything. When in reality what the people are saying is, shut the fuck up, you idiot. Mm. You're just a douche. Uh, You're a huge moron and no one wants to listen to you. So, there was a further story that somebody dug up in the wake of this. This is a story from uh, the the town that Owen Benjamin lives in. Uh, He had been uh, doing a performance... Uh, at somewhere And it didn't go well I think I think that's safe to say It is from the um... <clears throat> Oh god This is gonna be good Adirondack a, a Ah see That's the way I would have pronounced it
3: That's not how It's fucking pronounced It's Adirondack Do you actually know that? Oh for fuck's sake How does Lucy know this
2: Because they're like The team That's like The the little person's team <laughs> For my My ice hockey team I'm
3: sorry it's what It's very complicated the team
0: It's the, the little person's
2: the, team. Like the, the junior, the one that they go in before the major league team. Oh,
3: like team. the feeder
0: club. for your that's we one. Were, that's were we, one. Were we all picturing like an ice hockey team of dwarfs just then? No. We
2: couldn't make the words come from a I would
0: absolutely believe that that's something Lucy voluntarily
2: watches. <laughs> Dwarf ice hockey. It's, it's
0: highly right, can illegal. You pronou- it's only can you pronounce rip- that for us again, Lucy?
2: Adirondack.
0: The Adirondack Daily Enterprise... Uh, that masthead of note. Uh, printing a story with the title, Comedian Rants for a Week About Negative Reaction to Racial Joke. Oh. By local reporter Griffin Kelly. That's a headline. Uh, editor's note, this article contains language some readers might find offensive. Now, if you would like to use your brain to slightly reconfigure that to, say, uh podcast note and listeners then that will also apply to when I'm about to read it to you. Are you warning right us that now.
3: you're going to say the N-word?
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's going to happen again, folks. Uh, because this is, this is the context. This is the context that we're talking about it in. And um, I just just don't believe in saying, uh, in gingerly saying N-word.
4: You're going to say it with some gusto, aren't you? <laughs>
0: no no I'm not uh, I'm I'm just gonna read the article as it's written how about that folks It, does, it well, we'll get into it we'll get into it it's gonna get ugly that's all I'm saying it's gonna get ugly <clears throat> Saranac Lake a Catholic school won't accept his donations his son's babysitter quit and the town supervisor is publicly apologizing for letting him <laughs> perform at the town hall <laughs> Nationally famous stand-up comedian Owen Benjamin responded with a week-long series of rants to his 100,000-plus social media followers and says he's moving out of Saranac Lake. Benjamin, whose birth name is Owen Smith, recently told a joke that has caused some controversy in this village. During a live performance at the (laughs) Harrietstown... During a live performance at the Harrietstown Town Hall on Saturday, February 24th, which was recorded for future release, he sang a song that some found unpleasant. <clears throat> I'm tugging at my collar right now, just so you know. Sorry in advance. He the title it. of that song is That Nigger Stole My Bike. Wow. Uh, it's it's the, the one with an A instead of an E-R, if you would like the additional context. Wow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now yeah. this this also much like the um, much like the uh, I identify as as, a, as an Apache attack helicopter thing. This is also like one one joke that fucking four chan racists have been doing since like uh, two thousand and two, and apparently it hasn't changed since then. It's just the same one. Anyway. Since the show, Benjamin has posted multiple YouTube videos, a handful of Instagram photos, and more than 100 tweets in self-defense.
3: <laughs> the scorn we here. thinks the
0: racist <laughs> doth, doth protest too much. That's so good.
3: Whoever is writing it just fucking hates that guy.
0: <laughs> One video titled, The Root of Power, A Very Dangerous Thought, And My Brother Is Still My Hero, clocks in at just over 4 hours and 46 minutes. <laughs> Many posts relate to his views on censorship, liberal Hollywood, communism, and free speech.
4: Yeah, I mean, what kind of fucking idiot would sit there and record hours of uh, opinions and then post them uh, on the internet? Hey, shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) One hour at a time is reasonable. Uh, Yes, not including bonus episodes, this will be the 43rd hour of the show. I believe technically
4: uh, all time occurs one hour at a time.
0: Anyway, Marilyn Bigelow, an audience (laughs) member at the show, said she was offended by the joke and didn't find it very funny. However, she couldn't remember its exact context or setup. Uh, Now, I just personally, I would like to pause for a second and say, to me, the really important part of that sentence is, didn't find it very funny. Uh, You can have jokes that, that like, touch on sensitive subjects and uh, weird issues and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and it takes a really talented comedian to make them work by actually making them funny. If you happen to think that the entire concept of, like, whatever it is, uh, edgy humor, pushing boundaries, all that sort of stuff, is literally to say an extremely offensive thing as, as you know, blankly as you possibly can, you're just really bad at comedy? the Enterprise staff did not attend the show, so Benjamin explained the context of the joke via Twitter. Okay. Quote, I'm missing my bike and I see a white guy on a horse and I yell, that's my bike. Then I see a black guy on what I know is my bike, but I don't want to be racist. I tell myself not to accuse him because he's been through enough. Then I burst out with the most racist thing I can say. Benjamin then begins to play a song that is basically two minutes of him singing That Nigger Stole My Bike set to him playing on piano the music from the 1980s Nintendo video game Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. The refrain is a reference to a popular meme from the early 2000s. Benjamin called it, quote, one of the most harmless jokes imaginable. Wow. So, like, to me, this this commits like every cardinal sin against comedy that i can pretty much imagine um it is incoherent the setup makes uh, no sense it bears no relation to what i can only assume he thinks is the punchline the punchline is something that does not relate to the setup um it relates to Music from a 1980s video game that approximately zero uh, percent of Hitler's audience or any other reasonable adult is actually going to recognize, and the entire thing is him just literally saying a racist meme from the early 2000s over and over again.
2: Not even funny racism.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's What's your What's your favorite kind of funny racism, Lucy?
2: Uh, big fan of uh, millennial comedian Dan Dan Nanan.
0: <laughs> Are you familiar with his work? I hear his, he he's a great up-and-coming star. Uh, yeah, his... I, love, I love to hear a young, fresh voice of comedy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So his mother is Japanese and his father is Indian. So he buys his sushi at Seven Eleven.
0: Does
3: do you... Does um, <laughs> Does like Seven Eleven do particularly good sushi? Is that what he's? Uh,
2: I, I assume so. I assume that's that's the joke. But uh, no, yeah, that's that's funny racism to me.
3: It's very good. Good, good tip for all our listeners. Uh, a lot of people think that maybe getting like pre-packaged sushi that's been sitting there for ages in a Seven Eleven fridge good. wouldn't be good. But it's quite good. This guy's half Japanese and he thinks it's good. So go to 7- Seven <laughs> Eleven. This is a ringing endorsement for wage theft uh, lovers. Seven Eleven. To get your sushi from there.
0: Hmm. Classic comedy. Classic. Classic well, comedy. Uh, so, <clears throat> going on a good amount of Benjamin's routine revolves around making fun of political correctness and twenty-first century liberalism. Oh, he goes mad. He goes after vegans. Oh, that's another fresh oh, topic, isn't oh. it?
3: You know that a uh, vegan is a Native American word that means bad hunter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, after the podcast, uh, after the podcast, you guys remind me. To let you know how to find a vegan at a party, I, I cannot um, wait. It'd be very useful. Yes, he <laughs> goes after vegans, transgender people, and young white quote leftists who use the words privileged and guilt when referring to males and other Caucasians. Some of the original songs Benjamin plays on the piano include the Twelve Triggers <laughs> of Christmas, Oh My God, <laughs> Soy Boy Anthem. anthem and The Racism Song, a track that seeks to separate race from culture and actions from skin colour. I'm sure it does a great job of that.
3: Alright, guys, just having none of us heard any of these three songs, I think we should all name our favourites.
2: Uh, <laughs> It's a tough choice.
0: Um, the Racism Song sounds like something off, uh, like the Owen Benjamin version of an early Adam Sandler album. Mm. Um, but, it's gonna be the 12 Triggers of Christmas for me. Well, you love holiday-themed musical parodies. Yeah, I love, uh, I love just being able to number things off, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, it just sounds like, um, just sounds like a, a hyper-racist version of, like, Weird Al's uh, The Night Santa Went Crazy.
4: Mm. Yeah. Uh, Theo, you got a favourite? Look, I gotta go the Soy Boy Anthem. um, <laughs> because it really uh you know I, i'm offended but i can't help but laugh right like because i am there you know i do be drinking my soy uh milk latte it um, explains so much yeah and um maybe it's just the subservience that's um been ingrained in me um from my hormones changing from the soy um yep. uh but i but i hear that and i go oh, he's he's got me
3: I, I got to agree with Theo. When I slip on my Bose Bluetooth headphones, uh, and I don't know if this is the estrogen or the progesterone talking, but when that song starts and that first stanza reaches my brain, I can only go, "What the? I can't believe he's allowed to say that." Yeah,
0: can can he say that? How does he well, get I, away not, with not that? Not in public anymore, apparently.
3: Well, it's <laughs> not not for much longer. I'll tell you that. With the way things are going mm. now in politics, or or on Twitter, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, oh, there's definitely going to be like he is right now doing twenty tweets a, a minute from a Twitter account called Suspended for Truth.
0: <laughs> Either that, or he's um, or he's taken it over to Gab to tell the six people who use Gab all about it. Mm. Um, continuing on after some backlash from the recent show, <laughs> I just. I just love the mental image of, like, just people from a small American town going down to, like, the town's hall to see the the Christmas concert. They get this fucking absolute jabroni up there (laughs) with his keyboard. Hey, everybody. After uh, some backlash from the recent show, Benjamin took to YouTube in a one-hour, 45-minute video he titled... Shots fired. The most powerful N-word. Among other complaints, he said a (laughs) church would not accept his donation of part of the show's proceeds. It was actually St. Bernard's Catholic Elementary School that turned down the money, which Benjamin said totaled about $500. St. Bernard's principal, Ray Dora, said that this is true, but didn't want to comment any further. Benjamin said he and his wife feel ostracized and will leave Saranac Lake soon. We're getting run out of town, he says benjamin's wife is pregnant and in the video he claimed that his insurance only covers medical care at hospitals in saranac lake and albany if his family moves and their baby is born elsewhere it would cost about twenty thousand dollars according to benjamin well if only there was some sort of single-payer solution or perhaps medicare for all uh but you know we're not really into that in a profanity filled quote he said people offended by his joke were putting him in a desperate situation I hate it when I'm just trying to do hours and hours of extremely vile, uh, race-based comedy and other people just twist that around and put me in a desperate situation. I hate it. In an ad in today's Enterprise, Town of Harriet's Town Supervisor Michael Kilroy apologized for the town hall hosting Benjamin's show. Quote, We do not, and maybe we should... Look at any presentation before approving the rental of the auditorium, he says. Hindsight is always 20 And again, I'm sorry to have to have put our residents through such a disappointing performance.
3: Oh, Disappointing is wow. just such a perfect <laughs> word there as well. It's not like offensive <laughs> or ghastly, it's just disappointing. We went yeah, there for yeah, some it's... laughs, and instead we got this... Fuck. Got,
0: got this pile of shit. Yeah, it's not like... um. Uh, I completely agree. It's not as though he's using this language of like, oh, this this wild, wild young man is challenging all of our institutions and everything we hold dear. It's just like, oh, sorry about my idiot son ruining Thanksgiving. You know?
4: Also, imagine being so bad at your job that you have to leave town. <laughs> mm.
0: I I do like this though. This is um, this is some classic. Classic uh, conservative blindness here. Benjamin said he initially thought the show was a success with the audience. Quote, the very people that are now telling me that they don't want my donation or, you know, that I did something wrong, he said in the Shots Fired video, were hugging me that night, telling me how great it was that I brought the community together. (laughs) (laughs) That absolutely happened. (laughs) That 110% happened. Oh, that's very real. There was... Definitely someone in that audience who saw um, a a wild-eyed moron on the stage uh, sing the N-word for two minutes straight and then said, I have to tell that young man how great it is that he's bringing the community together. He was especially mad at one woman, who he wouldn't name, who was offended and asked to talk to him about it. He said he refused on principle. He said he will not stifle himself because he offended someone uh, is is that is that the the marketplace of ideas that I keep hearing about
3: yeah I think that's it
0: that's the one closed for business it sounds like ah uh, what an absolute massive turkey and like i said to me it's it's really that perfect intersection of like uh both like very, very deliberately crafting your entire persona and creative output around, like, attempting to offend people. And I would go so far as to say, like I, like I said, you know, true, true comedy can be offensive and all that sort of stuff, but generally speaking, it is in the service of the joke or the comedy. It only works if the thing that's happening is really funny. Whereas it's, I feel that people like this have it the wrong way around where they go, ah, I will commit a highly offensive act and then attempt to reverse engineer a joke out of it. Uh, and it does not work. It absolutely does not work. And then when it becomes uh, so poorly received that you are forced to leave your town uh, in humiliation, uh, that that, of course, isn't just that you are, as Theo said, so bad at your job that you have to move. Um, instead, it's it's censorship and it's, uh, as he says, quote, battle lines being drawn because I don't want to apologise or censor myself over the quote-unquote N-word, he said.
3: Uh, I, I think it's worth highlighting what the top comment on that story was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Supervisor Kilroy may never understand what transpired, but the audience of tens of thousands around the nation do. Saranac Lake is losing an asset. The politicians will remain made a liability to its residents. And then there's just a bunch of people that actually live there replying being like, he fucking sucked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care, but how is this an asset. I like the person that just replied with an asterisk, changing that, correcting that sentence to, Saranac Lake is losing an ass.
3: Oh, boom.
0: <laughs> now that's comedy. Yeah, so once again, folks, um, pure pure victory, straight winning for conservative comedy. Uh, that concept that I'm yet to actually see any evidence of existing anyway. Um, please do write into the show. You can get at us on, on Twitter, at Punta Vista. You can write in um, to illy at com. I'm pretty sure we all have email addresses. You keep trying to give me one and I keep refusing it. That I've seems already rude. given you one. <laughs> I've absolutely well, already have it, given you one. I don't you
4: know one. how to check it or use it, and I don't care to find out.
0: It just comes wow. to your actual email. So, um, so folks, you can send an email to, to ben at buntavista.com, and that's going to go straight through to Ben's personal email. Which you should read out on the show right now. Yeah. So, um, do that. Do that, folks. Uh, Lucy at buntavista.com, if you need to harass her personally. please,
2: please do not.
0: Please do, do
2: not email me. You
0: can do that. She
3: is single at the moment and looking for pictures. <laughs>
2: oh, no. <laughs> Actually, pictures could be fun.
3: Yeah, I think <sighs> that's not a bad way to do dating. Just pitch yourself. <laughs> be like, all right, it doesn't look
0: great, but here's what I can offer you.
2: That's a great idea.
0: Oh, I'm, I completely misheard.
2: You right, think I said right, pictures?
0: No, I thought Lucy was saying like... Sending me pictures like photos.
2: Oh, no, don't do that. Under yeah,
0: any and I was like,
3: No, the pictures like, are to be I... text. No multimedia components,
0: please. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I was very much like, I never thought I would hear a, a young woman say, What I'm really missing out on is having men I don't know send me unsolicited <laughs> photos on the internet. And nothing above that shoulder is, height, please. Yes, yes, that is not at all what I thought. No, uh, if you would like to put together a pitch. If you would like to assemble um, some kind of media package, maybe a lookbook,
1: look any book, of that sort nice. of stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you'd like to get together a whole media presentation <laughs> um, to convince Lucy as to why she should entertain the notion of dating you long distance, you can maybe, only long uh,
2: distance. If you inc- live in my city, it's not on.
3: Not happening. You can maybe include like uh, some colour swatches of the horrible shades and tones that your awful angry penises. That would be great. <laughs>
0: oh. Yep. Yep. How it clashes with the uh, with the gross lime green jeans that you wear. <laughs> oh, this is hideously specific.
2: This is yeah. very specific. It's yeah. It's so funny.
0: anyway, get get all that together, send it over to Lucy at vista dot com. Yeah. Or if you would like to, you can shoot me an email at uh illy at BuntaVista if you have an actual example of conservative comedy that you genuinely think is funny. Uh, an, an example of, of anything you can point to by somebody. It can't just be like a person who is right-leaning in their private life uh, doing non-political comedy that is funny. That's not going to cut it. Uh, it needs to be something that, that is actually in the realms of conservative comedy. Something funny. Please, for the love of God, someone find me an example. Um, how do you
3: feel about the uh, magician... What's his name? Pen. Pen. Or Pen someone. Pen. Pen Gillette. The guy that invented
0: the Jill Jet. For women to Jill off with. <laughs> in the spa. <sighs> is he... Uh, look, apart from anything else, I do not believe that there is any magician in the world who is not a libertarian.
3: Yeah, he's a uh, he's, mm. uh, proud member big of the, some, the Cato Institute. Is that what it's called? God damn it. Remember when they did an episode of uh, Pen and Teller's Bullshit where they talked about how 2nd second smo- secondhand smoking was fake? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hmm. so anyway folks if you can find an example please do send it in uh, of course you can find us over on Patreon for bonus episodes patreon.com slash bunta vista uh, we got a we got a crime pass uh, hmm. Hmm. oh you can um you can book out the local town hall <laughs> and- <laughs> you can say
3: whatever you want you got card blanche here go wild yeah
0: yeah go absolutely wild and um when when you do get shut down if you have to move out of town uh present your crime pass to the local council it might not it might not be like transferable between podcasts and like state and local governments and all that kind of thing but we can work it out oh it, it, it I it thought the, fact.
3: the whole point of the crime pass that it's universal all jurisdictions
0: <laughs> it's universal in the sense that you will be committing a crime <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can you can give that a go for your crime pass. Any other any other little plugs we need to get in? No. Oh, actually, this is not. But, uh, I don't know if I, I recommended plug you, this. Plug your Twitch, Lucy. Plug your Twitch. Jesus I Christ. I can't
2: be fucked. <laughs> 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 I haven't been streaming because I just oh. it's just the whole thing that you've got to do, you know.
0: Whole extra kind of content.
2: Yeah, it's I will not- do it again soon but I'm pretty sure everyone who's going who's gonna to get on there is already on there. Already
0: on there. Twitch.com forward slash Lucy Skywalker. That's
3: right.
0: Video games, folks. Uh, ben, you were saying?
3: Uh, I was just going to say, that related to David Hogg discussion, uh, if you want a, a little 40 to 50-minute podcast episode to listen to uh, that's really fascinating about guns in America, it's the uh, episode of the podcast More Perfect called The Gun Show came out a couple of months ago that just discusses uh the nra's roots as like a hobbyist organization and how they were originally opposed things like assault rifles and that sort of stuff and how a lot of current second amendment rights comes from uh black militant groups essentially being able to defend themselves against state violence uh it's fucking fascinating it's just very interesting to see all the different ways that america got itself into the state that it's in now and uh yeah if you want to become a little bit well, tiny bit smarter before you forget it a week later because you listen to 20 hours of podcasts a week, every week.
0: Hmm. And if you if you really do um, enjoy that show that Ben's talking about, then then by all means, go ahead and uh, subscribe and pledge your money to our show for more podcast recommendations. Got him, The old Got him. bait and switch. Hook, line and sinker. And that's it for us this week, folks. Uh, we'll see you over on the Patreon for the bonus episodes. And if not, we'll see you a whole week after well maybe maybe less than a week. I don't know how long you wait to listen to these you could be on a long out.
3: drive listening to these back to back uh Fuck. under which I'd say we- if you've been driving for more than a couple of hours, you haven't had a break, just pull over and stretch your gaps
0: yeah, let's do it um so yeah we we might be talking to you in like uh two to three minutes, might be a whole week it could be longer oh no, 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 it's like it's you might it's have like died. Two- No, sorry, I take that back. If you're a patron, it's like two days. Maximum of two days, folks, uh, if you're a subscriber. But if you're not, it's a whole week. All right, I've got it all sorted out now. I'm not sure that... Chronologically sorted. Chronologically sorted. I'm
3: pretty sure the maximum is like a million, billion, infinite number of years, and the minimum is like 10
0: seconds. (sighs) We'll see you next week, folks. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye 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 I'm